Wisconsin's Afternoon News is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. All right, Sandy Max is here. So is Greg Matzik. Debbie Lazica is here. Adam Roberts, the producer, is here. So Andrew Brandt had a very interesting tweet about the Aaron Rodgers situation. He tweeted out a few hours ago, the idea and reality that the Packers would take on a $40 million cap hit to move on from Aaron Rodgers is really something. And by the way, the team acquiring him also takes a cap hit. Greg, this is remarkable, the dollars that we're actually talking about here. So there's a couple of days you have to pay attention to. And a couple of things you need to understand about Aaron's contract. If he goes to the Jets... He's not going to be on the hook for that like $59 million against the salary cap for the Jets. Only a portion of that will count against the Jets' cap. And if the Packers do exercise a trade before June 1st, Green Bay takes a $40 million dead cap hit. If they trade him after June 1st, that number drops significantly to about $16 million. So uh, there are mechanisms here in a potential trade that could allow the Packers maybe to spread that out over a couple of years versus taking it all on this year. I think that gets put into consideration as well. But what is crystal clear to me is that the Packers are not only comfortable with the idea of moving on from Aaron Rodgers, but they're also comfortable taking a hit financially to do so. To it's going to be on. big. It's going to be a big hit. And, and they may look at it, John and Sandy, as we either pay Aaron $59 million or we take a cap hit of 20 this year and 20 next year Oof. and then pay Jordan Love his rookie-scale contract. So you're still at less than $59 million, I think, overall. But nonetheless, you're paying him to go away. I've got a couple of thoughts. One is that take away his performance of Aaron Rodgers, but his presence, it doesn't seem like he's the guy really rallying people to, let's all get together. Yes, they had a very strong end of the season last year. Nobody's debating that. It was fun to see them win, you know, five in a row to get you know to to build that excitement but overall he's not that guy who's like yay Aaron's here I want to do my best it's it's just a lot of drama with that but this seems a lot like dating I looked up an article in the New York Post just to get a sense check of like what New Yorkers are thinking about this (laughs) and and it was just interesting this uh Ian O'Connor wrote everyone wants to be wanted and if Aaron Rodgers bases his next career choice on who wants him the most he will be playing quarterback next September for your New York Jets so if this is like dating, like the Packers have made it clear, like, eh, I'm not really that India, kind of been with you for a while, kind of stuck with you. And he's obviously made it clear. It's like he wants control of the relationship, but now he's sheepish, like, well, I know I'm not the best thing ever, but I'm not really that into you either. Yeah. <laughs> but here are the Jets like, hey, here we are showing up on our jet in California. We like you. Hey. I, I'm, I'm feeling wooed. Everybody wants to be wanted. Everybody yeah, wants so, to be wooed. I mean, is it kind of makes sense if you put it in a dating perspective? I, yeah, the Jets don't put their top brass on a plane and fly out to California yep. if they're not interested in the idea of having Aaron Rodgers play quarterback for them. And they've likely felt the urgency after one of the best free agent quarterbacks, maybe the best free agent quarterback, signed earlier this week with the New Orleans Saints or agreed to terms on a contract with the Saints. So they just got dumped, in theory. Somewhat, yes, right? (laughs) A player chose New Orleans over New York, and now it's like, well, I'm going to have to get up some draft picks and pay the guy, but Aaron, 
What do you think? So that's what this meeting is all about, to try and get a sense where Aaron's at in his career. Does he want to play? Does he want to play two years? Is he going to go through this whole thing next year if he plays one more year? Who knows? And on that dating thing, like, it would annoy me if he went to the Jets and then, like, you know, lost weight, got in shape, and, like, did really well. <laughs> he certainly and, like, could. You know, like, when your ex goes out with, like, he's like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Let's move to the marriage analogy. I'm ready for a divorce. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm so ready to be done. I He's think such it's a little been a separation baby. period for sure here. Yeah. We'll know shortly. I mean, one way or another, a week from today, at the latest, we're likely to know a lot more. I, to me, it boils down to performance, and he won eight games last year. Right? I didn't eight get it games. done at the end. At the eight end. Games. At the end, he had a chance to take us to the playoffs when he and pro- could not get it done. When he proclaimed himself healthy, he barely averaged over 200 yards passing and had five touchdowns and three interceptions. Yeah. Right? Uh, don't tell me it was a thumb thing all season long. His performance declined. He had a bad year, and I think now more than ever, the Packers realize they will not be the villain if they trade Aaron Rodgers because he's not coming off an MVP season again. You're willing to put up with the garbage off the field when he performs like that on the field. Right or wrong, it's... Kind but of what it, it is. But what he's done on the field is not worth $60 million. No, I don't think it it's is. It's just absolutely not. It is 515 at WTMJ. All right, we're going to switch to Bucks up next. It is Bucks in Orlando tonight. Valley Sports' Zora Stevenson with us live up next. The Bucks are in Orlando taking on the Magic. Zora Stevenson is with us as she is every Tuesday. Zora, it's so good to talk to you. Yeah, can you all hear me? Yep, we got you. Um, okay, I was instructed to be courtside, so I'm following instructions. That's why it's so loud. That's awesome. What can you see right now? What's going on there? Yeah, assistant coaches on the bench, kind of watching film. Jay Crowder's warming up with assistant coach Patrick St. Andrews. Brooke Lopez just hit a deep three. He's going through his warm-up about 42 minutes on the clock till game time. Oh, that's nice that Brooke made it back from Disney in order to play in tonight's game. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no Giannis tonight, no Drew Holiday, and I was hoping we'd see a little bit of Goran Dragic. Looks like he he's out as well. Might see him when they return home. Goran's still out with, with uh, a knee injury. Drew's out with some neck soreness, and Coach Bud said something that's kind of been lingering with Drew, and it's gotten to the point where he just can't go. And then Giannis, uh, a non-COVID illness that kind of crept up on the road trip. So here we are. Uh, Bucks taking on on the Magic and trying to make it two wins in a row, more than capable with the guys that are available. We want to know if the Jumbotron is showing Bobby Portis's trailer of the movie that he'll be appearing in. <laughs> the Jumbotron in Orlando is not, but I wonder, I don't know what licensing you have to get. I wonder if the, the Bucks Arena will show that, but uh, no, super excited for, for Bobby and, and the role that he's playing in that movie. So where did this come from, Zora? Have you talked to him about it? Because uh, you know we talked about this earlier today. He's going to appear in a movie starring Richard Dreyfus, where he portrays the first African-American to play in the NBA. Very cool role. I, how did Bobby end up in this spot? Yeah, and I, I, I think Bobby is, is one of the guy's teammates. I haven't asked Bobby about it. I totally can, though, and you guys can ask me next week. I can add that to my list, and uh, I'll report back on how all this happened for Bobby. I think it would be fun. Plus, it's just super cool that this movie, Sweetwater, comes out on April 14th, which will be Milwaukee Day. Mm. Unfortunately, the Bucks will be away. They'll be in Phoenix. But i got to think there's got to be some red carpet action. There's got to be some Hollywood flash around this movie. <laughs> I will I will ask Bobby um, and, and get all the details for you all. But, no, I, I've seen the trailer, and uh, no, it's an awesome opportunity for him. 
Zora Stevenson with us on WTMJ. You were recently on a podcast episode of Thanalysis. I love this. I'm looking at it right now. You and Thanasis sitting down, kind of going through Zora's life. What was that like? What was the Thanalysis with Thanasis like? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was great, and I was impressed with his research too. He had a whole list of topics ready to go. We sat and chatted for about an hour, um, and and the entire podcast can be seen either on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. So the, the Zora Stevenson episode of Finalysis, which is his new podcast. He's talked to guys like Bobby and, and Ben Baker, and I believe I am the first female to be on it, so that's super cool, and uh, definitely more women to come. So he's talked to a bunch of people. Hey, Zora, I've been going back and forth in my mind. I've been saying for weeks, ah, seeding doesn't matter. It's a, the Bucks want to play the right way, be healthy when the playoffs begin. I'm starting to rethink that a little bit because I also look at a potential path to an NBA final series, and you may not have to worry about Philadelphia and Boston if you're the number one seed, but likely one or the other. Is there merit to that thought? Do you feel like it's in the Bucks' best interest to be that top overall seed? I mean, I definitely think they want to be the, the highest seed possible, but they're not going to sacrifice health to do that, right? So health health is paramount, but you're, you're in a position to get it. You you want to go for it. Um, and so the Bucks will continue to kind of keep on trucking along and, and see where they end up. 17 games in a row was certainly no joke. Uh, it, it, did it almost feel like an exhale moment that lost to Philly? Do you think they were stewing over it as the way that game ended, just kind of collapsing in the fourth? No, not at all. I mean, right, like a championship isn't won because you had a 16-game winning streak in, in January and February. So, uh, no, the guys have moved on, and they've got the overall goal on their mind. Zora Stevenson with us from Orlando. Zora, thank you very much. Thank you. Talk to